Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the How to Lead podcast, helping you unleash influence wherever you are. My name's Adam, joined today, as always, by Clay. So, Clay, um, lots of leaders that we work with right now are talking about, and we've talked about it so many times on this podcast, how to keep your people motivated, how to keep them engaged. Uh, this is a conversation you're having with a lot of clients right now. Is that right? Well, for sure. Um, and I would say even to take it a step further, I, I, this happened to me twice in the span of about six weeks. It was a, uh, I was speaking to the faculty at a school mm-hmm. and then I was speaking to the, um, the, these men and women are executive directors at these retirement communities. And both, the, both of my contacts in these organizations that were asking me to speak said, Hey, we don't want you to put any burden on these people. I don't want them to leave your talk feeling like they're not doing a good job or that they need to do more or do not give them a list of more things they need to do. And, and it's a little challenging because, you know, when you communicate, you're like, well, I'm OK, so I'm going to be up there for an hour and you just want me to encourage them for an hour. <laughs> like you would just say over and over again, like superlatives, like you are wonderful and awesome yes. and okay, 59 more minutes of me telling, you yeah. know, I was like, that's a little difficult to do. And so it, yeah, it was, um, but it, but it, it reminded me that people are discouraged. People are tired. People are, and then there's also just a lot of apathy because, you know, the COVID thing was so intense and took so much energy from us. And then now we've got some economic challenges and supply chain challenges and staffing shortages. And it, it does feel a little bit like, dang, like we're, you know, when you're at the beach and the waves just keep on coming, it feels a little bit like, whoa, man, the hits really do just keep on coming. So, um, yeah, I would say trying to keep your people motivated and also trying to fight and not be branded by discouragement is really difficult. There's, you know, very common right now. Yeah. Just even this morning, I opened up uh, the morning brew. I love that email newsletter that comes in every morning and down near the bottom of that, they talked about, I guess this week is the G7 summit in some beautiful part of the world where all these you know world leaders get together. And they talked about what's the topic of conversation for today. And I believe, I believe it was, I, I won't even try to quote which one because I don't want to get it wrong. But one of the leaders said fighting fatigue, right? Mm. Because we're all so tired right now of so many things that are going on. Uh, we're going to try to encourage each other so that we can fight through the fatigue. And I don't, you know, you world go. leaders are feeling that. Small business leaders are feeling that. Large business leaders. I mean, we're all feeling that. And so that's a lot of what I think your clients are trying to say is, hey, everybody's tired. Don't make them more tired <laughs> or make them feel more discouraged. So you, you stumbled upon a question, though, that I think is so incredibly helpful. Uh, when you when you sent it to me, I was like, that is a great question to ask. Uh, and, the, and so why don't you share that? Uh, share what the question is. And then some of the ways you encouraged a group of leaders recently with that question. Yeah, uh, the question is real simple. It's not profound, um, but it is a question that we just don't always ask and we sometimes forget to ask it or we often forget to ask it. Um, the simple question is, what got you into this? What, what got you into this line of work or what got you into this profession? Reminding yourself on a regular basis of that, I think, is essential to fighting fatigue, fighting discouragement, to staying motivated. Um, I, here, here's what I know happened to me uh, in my own career. I was working at a, uh, at a local church in Atlanta, and I got into it. If you would have asked me that question, if I would have asked myself that question, I would have said, well, I got into it because I care about these people and I believe that their faith matters and how they're growing matters and what they're doing to serve others matters. And 
I want to do everything I can do to use my energy and my gifts and my time to try to help them grow yeah. uh, and help them give their life away more to other people. But that's not what the meetings were about that I was sitting in. And it's no one's fault. This is the way organizations work. I mean, the meetings that I was sitting in were, how do we get more people in the seats and how do we use our buildings more efficiently? And what does our budget look like for next year? And how do we do, how do we ratio our staffing and how do we think about our staffing costs and all these other metrics and numbers and what, what ends up happening is you get so focused on those, those become proxies in a way for your success. And it's just, uh, it's real easy to get sucked into that whirlwind or that vortex of details. So I was working with this uh, organization that owns a bunch of retirement communities and I was asking them the same thing. I said, what do you spend the majority of your time talking about? And they said, well, occupancy rate. And how do we make sure that the dining is getting along with the nursing department? And what is the length of average length of stay for our residents? And what are our COVID protocols? And are we uh, making, are we staying in line with those? And, you know, then if you back out and go, quick question, did any of you get into this for any of that? You know, and the answer, of yeah. course, is uh, no, no, we didn't get into it for that. <laughs> and so just trying to back out. And, and again, you can't deny them. You can't. It's not like the answer is, well, don't ever think about those. I think of it like a rubber band with, that has tension in it. You need both posts. You need the anchor of why did you get into this? What drove you to this line of work? And then also the what is our economic engine and how do we grow our business and what are the metrics we need to be paying attention to and you've got to have both and you got to be thinking about both at all times but if you find yourself getting too sucked into the details and the weeds it might be time to back out and tell the story of why you got into it uh, I love that you just brought that up and use the word story because that that is so motivating and it really is great because I mean the the crazy thing about numbers and metrics and all those things is that they're never going to tell you slow down take a deep breath uh, there's always going to be some number in the red or in the yellow, right? No, Not good. it's yeah. going to be impossible to have them all green. And so your your very uh, few opportunities, or or most of us have very few opportunities to feel like we're winning in everything. And uh, and so it feels so much like what we have to do. And what I'm hearing you say in this a little bit is remind yourself what you get to do, and how motivating that can be. And tell yourself that story about why you got into this. And as an organization, you know, tell those stories that can't be measured on a spreadsheet of, hey, here's a person whose life was, was impacted. Here's a, a, a client success story that was great. Those things that can't make it onto spreadsheets to breathe life back into the organization. Because, yeah, we're all tired, but it doesn't mean we haven't been ineffective. There's great things that organizations have been doing. And as leaders, we got to keep telling those stories, keep them in front of people because they're so motivating, right? So here's some practical things you can do to follow up on that, Adam. Number one, use your, I would use your staff meetings. I would make sure that when you use your staff meetings, the majority of the time needs to be spent on inspiration and vision and not on tactical detail work. I think your team meetings, you know, when you break out into those team meetings, I think it makes sense to spend a lot of that time on occupancy rate and efficiencies of the building. But when you get your whole staff together, 
you need to make sure that the majority of the time it, you're telling stories of how people are taking their job personally, what they're That's doing good. to go the extra mile. So yeah. maybe it looks like uh, I saw an organization recently tell the story of an employee, uh, one of their really key leaders, and he got into it. He started working for this organization when he was 16 years old. He was responsible for the salad bar at this local retirement community. And he said he was just, you know, constantly putting the beets and the pickles and the okra yeah. and putting it on the salad bar. And he said, I got into it because I was trying to make some money to be able to buy a car. But then he met residents and met people that worked there and it, it caused him to stay in it, goes to college, graduate college, comes back and works for them again. And now he's leading one of their locations. And they told that story to their whole organization, which I thought is great because that is a story of someone who has said, you know what, I could have been doing a lot of different things, but I've given my life to this and here's why. So I would say, number one, make sure you use your staff meetings for that, for vision and inspiration, tell those kinds of stories. Number two, I would do an exercise at least once a year where you're sitting around at round tables and giving people space to tell each other their stories. So I think it's worth saying, hey, we're going to spend an hour on this Thursday at 10 a.m. and we're going to sit at round tables in groups of five to eight or we're going to be on Zoom and breakout rooms. And we're going to go around and tell the what's the five, 10 minute version of why you got into this. Yes. And what's going to happen is it's going to force everyone to tell their own story. But it's also people are going to be inspired by hearing each other's story. So I would say those are just two simple little things that you could do for the people that work with you. If you're sensing some fatigue or some motivation challenges, those are two things that they can go with. What about you? What, any other thoughts on what? Well, here's what I'm thinking about that. Do you remember back, uh, golly, a couple months into the lockdown back in 2020 when John Krasinski created that ridiculous yes. YouTube show, Some Good News? Okay. Yes. I remember people talked about it for a few days and I clicked on it the very first time. I was almost moved to tears. I was shocked because I had no clue that there were good stories and inspirational stories happening in this very dark season in the, in the world history, right? For us, dark for us at that time. And so I, I think we just live in this day and age right now, Clay, where it is so difficult for good news to make it to the surface. And that's in the larger culture, which we're not really talking about, but especially even in organizations. And so as leaders, you you need to be the champion of some of the good news and the good stories and the inspiring things because it it just can't all be bad, right? Like I just refuse to believe that it's all bad all the time. And so we've got to we've got to be able to get that that good news out there because it really is encouraging and inspiring especially today. Uh, and it's true. There are good things happening and it, and it really can be uh, encouraging to people. So I love that. And and I agree wholeheartedly with the the storytelling and forcing people to tell those stories because otherwise we're just going to get caught up in spreadsheets and just forget. And we've got to remind ourselves why, That's why right. we got into this because that can be really, uh, really inspiring. Well, I know, I know it's real simple and I know it's not, uh, there's nothing really profound about it, but I would just encourage you if you're sensing that with your team, there, there are things you can do that there is a way to get back to our motivation comes from our why our motivation comes from why we got into this. That's right. It doesn't come from, uh, or very rarely comes from the, well, I just want to win on the spreadsheet. I just want to get the number back yeah. in the green, yeah. which that is important. We need to do that, but we've got to keep those two in tension, keep them in balance. That's great. So yeah, anybody, any leader right now, regardless uh, where you sit in the organization, right? This is something you can start to think about now. If you're out on a walk or driving around, why did you get into this? And then how can you force that conversation or bring that conversation the next time you get back to the office or you get on a Zoom call with your team? I'm just going, hey, here was something I was thinking about, and I'd love to hear what others 
have to say about this, or let's just take a moment and remind ourselves of this. And I think you'd be surprised at how the stories will start to go and, uh, and how you will be reminded that, okay, it's not just, uh, it's not just columns and rows. Uh, we're doing this to impact lives, to help people, uh, to get better at our craft, to be creative. I mean, there's going to be so many great reasons, uh, and all that can be really encouraging. So I like that. Why did you get into this or what got you into this? Great question to ask. Clay, as always, good to be with you. Thanks, Adam. Thank you so much for listening to the How to Lead podcast. We would love to hear from you. Do you have any questions, any comments, any topics that you would like for us to consider for future episodes? If so, best way to reach out to us is via email. We can be reached at info at howtolead.work. That's info at howtolead.work. This episode, like all of our episodes, was mixed and edited by the amazing team at Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. That's all we've got for today. We'll talk to you again next week.